Today is Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spalding. On today's episode, new Northern Kentucky Realtor Group focuses on veteran homeownership, Bellevue asks for DARE revival, the secret to living to 107, tomatoes and UK basketball, and new distillery hopes to create bourbon-centric ecosystem in Augusta. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years, and to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairport.com slash cbg75. New Northern Kentucky Realtor Group focuses on veteran homeownership. Reported on by Craig McKee, WCPO anchor. WCPO is ABC's Cincinnati affiliate and a content-sharing partner of Link NKY. There is a network of veterans and non-veterans working as realtors, ensuring veteran homebuyers and their realtors know the ins and outs of the VA home buying experience. Keller Williams Realtor and Navy veteran Michael Smith just launched the Northern Kentucky chapter of the Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals. I wanted to bring a chapter to our region to help out veterans in a couple different ways, he said. I wanted to give the real estate community more education on the VA home loan because it is a superior product and there are some myths out there and I wanted to debunk some of those myths. He said educating veterans about their benefits is key to home ownership and that while they may have been told about the VA home loan program as they left the service, they may not remember how to navigate the process. VAREP said its mission includes home ownership advocacy, community outreach, professional membership, veteran job creation, and affordable veteran housing. Michael Smith said VAREP isn't just about educating veterans on the process and benefits. It's also about educating other tri-state realtors to navigate the VA home buying process. VAREP is hosting a Lunch and Learn event Wednesday, September 7th. For details, visit linknky.com. Bellevue asks for DARE revival, reported on by Patricia A. Shire. Bellevue Police Chief Jonathan McLean wants to put the DARE program back into the schools in his city. I grew up in Boone County, McLean said. I remember the names of all three of my D.A.R.E. officers. I think it promotes good, positive relationships, and students learn to respect and trust the officers. I want to see it back in the schools. The D.A.R.E. program, which stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education, first made an appearance in 1983 as a joint initiative of Daryl Glass, then the LAPD Police Chief, and the Los Angeles Unified School District. Criticism of the program started in the early 90s with studies that doubted its effectiveness and conclusions that stated the program didn't reduce illicit drug use. It was even suggested that D.A.R.E. students were more likely to use drugs. Due to criticism and dropping popularity, D.A.R.E. changed its curriculum in 2009 to a program called Keeping It Real, which put less emphasis on lectures and more on hands-on activities, like saying no to pressure. Now, it doesn't explicitly oppose drugs, but instead focuses on teaching good decision-making. 
McLean attended the Bellevue School Board meeting last month and pitched the idea to the new superintendent, Misty Middleton, and the five members of the board. Bellevue contains two schools in the district, Bellevue High School and Grandview Elementary, and there is also a Catholic school in the city called Holy Trinity, which is made up of grades K-8. through The D.A.R.E. program is designed for grades K-12. through The board told me they would like to see a curriculum, and that's fair, McLean said. The Secret to Living to 107, Tomatoes and UK Basketball, reported on by Haley Parnell. Gladys Fraser moved to Falmouth at age 10 and lived there until she was 102. Today, at 106, she lives in the neighboring city of Butler, where she will celebrate her 107th birthday in just under a month. So, what's the secret to living to see 107? Somebody asked me one day, how come I live so long, Fraser said. My daughter said she ate a lot of tomatoes. Fraser was born on October 1, 1915, in Nicholas County, Kentucky. When she was 10, her family moved to Falmouth, the city she grew to call home for the next 97 years. Her father worked as a carpenter, and Fraser said he built many of the homes in Falmouth. We didn't have a whole lot, you know, Fraser said. Growing up, I didn't know what a soft drink or anything like that was. One of Fraser's favorite memories is playing basketball in high school. Life growing up in Falmouth was isolating, she said, but playing on the basketball team meant traveling to different cities in the state for games. She graduated from high school in 1934. Fresh out of school, Fraser got her first job as a beautician in Falmouth. She would do nails and hair, specializing in popular styles from the time, like finger waves and pin curls. Fraser met her husband George shortly after in the late 1930s. Though she could not recall her exact wedding date, she said she met her husband at a restaurant in Falmouth where everyone would go to hang out. After they were married, Fraser and her husband drove to California. In the 1930s, people from all over the country were flocking there to find work. Fraser said they spent a few brief months there, but they ultimately found themselves back in Falmouth. In 1942, Fraser had her first daughter, Kathy. She decided to quit her job as a beautician and stay at home. Fourteen years later, in 1956, Fraser had her second child, Janet. Fraser said her favorite time of her life was when she was with her girls. She added that her daughters were special to her. They helped her so that she could stay in her home in Falmouth until she was 102. For more on Gladys Fraser's remarkable life, visit linknky.com. New Distillery hopes to create bourbon-centric ecosystem in Augusta, reported on by Shauna Stegerwald. The founders of Augusta Distillery have big plans for their business and an even bigger vision for Augusta itself. That vision starts with Lance and Lalani Bates, who bought and renovated Augusta's Beehive Tavern in 2017. But they didn't intend to stop there. The Augusta residents thought their city would make a great location for a bourbon distillery. We are Kentucky-based, and we're on the Ohio River, which is the original bourbon trail, said distillery co-founder Judd Weiss. Corn whiskey was coming out of the hills of Maysville and getting on the Ohio River and heading west and then south way before bourbon was happening elsewhere. Not only did it feel natural to reconnect Augusta to that history, the location felt like a logical stop between two other distilleries, New Riff and Newport in Old Pogue and Maysville. Lance Bates approached Weiss, a former University of Cincinnati classmate who runs a consulting firm, to do industry analysis and market research. 
the Bates hit it off with Weiss and his wife, and they launched the distillery with two other couples. It's located in an early 1800s, 40,000-square-foot former manufacturing building five blocks from the Beehive. Although it's still undergoing renovations, Weiss said the $23 million distillery will be completed in four phases over the next five years or so. Augusta Distillery has already released its inaugural bottling. Buckner's, a 13-year single-barrel bourbon, is named after Augusta's founder, Philip Buckner. The bottles are sold out, but you can get a taste during the distillery's Part in Our Dust tours, which launched in June. During the tours, visitors also get a chance to see the designs and plans for the space. For more on this story, visit linknky.com. And those are the headlines we are following for Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast can be heard Monday through Friday via our website, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe, share, and leave us a review. And for more on today's headlines, and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, please visit linknky.com. <laughs>